Blog Talk Radio.
Hey, baby. I think we need to get a little bit more serious.
Good evening, everybody. This is Ravenda with MZN Indie Radio, and we're bringing you a wonderful evening of some great talent and some great music. Um, that was Mr. Q Harper. He's one of our former uh, radio guests, and um, he's doing very well, and he has some more music. We're going to try to promote that as well later on in the show. But today's guest is Mr. Mike Swift, who is himself a recording artist as well as a DJ in New Orleans. Um, he has lots of talent, and um, he works as a one-air personality for Power 102.9 KKND in New Orleans. And um, he has some really great material that we're going to play and uh, celebrate him today. So um, we're going to bring him in on the line. We're having some technical issues right now, but we're going to uh, get him on. I think we're having a problem with pulling the line in. It's been a couple of days with, with Blog Talk giving us a hard time, so we're going to make sure that we still flow through this show in a great way. Let me go ahead and make an attempt and bring our guests in just a second. Hey, Mike, are you on the line with us? How you doing? I'm on the line. We're good. How you doing? <laughs> What's happening? Nothing much. Nothing much. Just telling my audience we're having some problems with our uh, technical issues here, um, blog talk. You probably go through some things yourself at your station. As a part of live radio, there's always something going on. <laughs> well, we're happy to have you here, just the same, and I'm glad that, um, you know, I did receive some, some uh, material yours, and I have to say that I felt it was really great and pleasant to listen to, and um, I can't Thank wait you. to show the audience. Thank you, thank you. So, um, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? How did you get in into um, music? Well, uh, I come from you know, I'm from New Orleans or whatever. So, my main influence growing up was was jazz music. My grandfather was a member of the uh, Preservation Hall Jazz Band. So, growing up, I was you know trained pretty much coming up as a jazz musician. I was playing like two instruments, clarinet and saxophone. So, my dreams pretty much at growing up started off with jazz music, but um. Around the teenage years, preteen years, I got bit by the hip-hop bug and wanted to get turntables and, you know, wanted to start making beats. And um, I got my first set of turntables when I was about, like, 13 years old and been running with it ever since, about, like, uh, 13, 14 years strong now. So uh, it's been a long road. And I got to radio uh, back when I was in college. Um, freshman year, I started working in college radio. And actually, due to Hurricane Katrina, I had to get this place to Houston. But it's kind of like a blessing in disguise because it helped me get my first job in radio uh, back in '05, and uh, you know, prior to the hurricane, I was pretty much, you know, staple on the on the college and club scene here in New Orleans, and uh, staple in the underground hip hop scene, making beats uh, for my my, my family, my affiliates, uh, the Euphonetics, and uh, pretty much that's how I got my start. And uh, today, I'm you know now the uh, afternoon drive host and uh, afternoon mix show DJ on Power 102.9 from uh, Monday through Friday, from two to seven, and Saturday afternoons from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Wow, amazing! Had you ever thought about, um, you know, doing anything on on uh, the internet radio sector? Um, it, it, well, actually, with internet radio, uh, I was actually a program director of uh, my college radio station. And post Katrina, with the grant money, we we're trying to, you know, deal with regular terrestrial radio. But, you know, I've, I made the move to make the college radio station an online station. So uh, that's pretty much the route we had started to go on. Yeah. Okay, I see. 
Yeah. I actually worked at a terrestrial station um, in Philadelphia. Uh, it was just a test just to see how the audience was and, you know, what kind of liberties I would have. And it wasn't mm-hmm. a whole lot <laughs> as right. it is in Internet radio. So, mm. <laughs> Yeah, I've gotten, you know, it's beautiful the amount of freedom I've gotten compared to what has been over the past few years. And I only attribute it to, I guess, from just being in radio for, for as long as I have. I've been with the company for uh, going on six years now, so pretty much it's, you know, somewhat of a situation where, you know, my program director trusts my judgment on new records or whatever. So if I really believe in something, I usually get the clearance to pretty much uh, to, to blast out on the radio. But still fitting in the usual format of commercial radio. <laughs> so but, I understand uh, you I also do a, a lot of voiceovers as well? Yeah, I do a lot of voiceover work. Uh, a lot of, actually, that's how I ended up, getting interested in radio, because honestly, I, I majored in math comm, pretty much the easy major for undergrad, so I never really considered that I was going to be doing radio professionally. I was planning on going to law school, and uh, a couple of my professors who did uh, freelance work as far as, like, with TV commercials uh, pulled me aside and were like, hey, you have a great voice. You need to start doing, like, you know, start doing the voiceovers for our TV commercials. I was like, okay. So uh, early on, like, early thousands, a lot of car commercials throughout the New Orleans area I was uh, the voice of them. So uh, that's pretty much how I got bit by the bug. So, yeah, I, I, I am available for uh, for voiceover work. Well, that, that's very good to know because I listened to your voice and I really liked your voice. I might be, um, you know, getting you to do some work for me on my station. Yeah, sure. Need the imaging, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have yeah. enough drops. I don't have enough stuff to add in there. I add a couple of things, but uh, I just like to get more, make you sound a little bit more energetic, you know. Um, so for people who are interested in getting into radio, you know, as far as like uh, commercial radio or taking the steps to get there, what kind of advice would you give them? Um, I would say persistence. Uh, you know, like I, I was blessed enough to never have an internship. Um, which is a total oddity, but I would say, like, definitely get on and uh, get an internship and, like, stick with it. Uh, the money's not going to come immediately. Uh, it's not something where, you know, you're going to get rich real quick, but uh, if it's something that you totally love and you're dedicated to, the money will come, and you'll never feel like you're actually working. It'll, you know, it, it, it's, it's a passion. So if you're into it, make sure it's a passion because, you know, the money's not going to be an issue, but... It's definitely something where, you know, if it's your passion, you're not going to feel like you work a day in your life. You may lose sleep, wow. but it's not going to be like, you know, <laughs> working overnight at UPS. It's not going to feel that way. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> now, have you had opportunity to meet a lot of people, like celebrities and other artists? Yeah, I've interviewed the likes of uh, Jamie Foxx, uh, Young Jeezy, um, gosh, uh, Terry Hilson. Oh, Dwelle, Eric Benet, uh, Method Man and Red Man. Um, wow, who else? It's a lot. Wait, who else? Somebody recently that was, oh, 50 Cent, uh, High Tech from uh, Reflection Eternal, Talib Kweli, uh, Most Deaf. It, it, it's a broad range of folks. I can go on probably like two hours. Everybody I've interviewed in the past like two to three years. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of people. Now, um, yeah. I understand that, you know, with the Hurricane and Katrina area, um, you know, and all the attention that is brought um, mm-hmm. to that state, 
you know, ha- have you found that things have changed a lot and has it been um, hard for, say, the media to get back on track? Uh, not the media. There's a lot of bad that the hurricane did, but then there was some good that came out of it, like especially with the music scene here. It's been more cohesive and, and, and more cats working together more than working against each other the way it was, like, uh, before the hurricane. So it's kind of brought everybody a little bit closer together. And it's made it more welcoming to, to folks who were probably kind of outside the loop uh, prior to the hurricane. So uh, definitely with, with, the, with the media, it's actually helped. But prior to the hurricane, we only had one uh, urban hip-hop station. Now we, well, we had, we had two. But, you know, one wasn't really able to compete with the larger one. But with the situation we are in now, you know, we're, you know, all of us are broadcasting, so we're able to, to compete with the uh, the big boy and the, 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 uh, the more of the uh, tenured and heritage station, which is uh, Q93 we have down here. So I honestly think the music scene here is a little bit more, well, it's way healthier than what it was prior to Katrina. So does your station generally just um, play hip-hop music, hip-hop and R&B? Yeah, that's pretty much our, we're actually a rhythmic CHR station, so we pretty much dabble with hip-hop, R&B, and top 40 pop music. That's pretty good. So um, I'm going to play one of your tracks that I received, and I want to ask you, you know, how did you decide to start recording yourself? Um, so let me play a track for our listeners. Mm-hmm. And, and I also want to give a shout-out to anybody who's listening and tell you if you would like to ask Mike some questions, you can call us at 347-237-5050, or you can join us at the chat room and um, just pop in here and say hi, you know, whatever you want to say, but just be polite. <laughs> um, we're going to play a song called uh, Black and Pretty. We'll be right back with Mike Swift. Oh 
Great song, great song. Can you tell us about that and, and who the uh, uh, vocals are? Uh, the vocalist on the track is Elliot Love. And uh, actually that song came about, uh, I probably did that track back in, around my birthday back in October, actually. And, uh, you know, I've known Elliot for a minute. He's been doing a lot of neo-soul music uh, throughout the city of New Orleans and putting on a, a monthly event. And what you showcase a lot of soul artists throughout the city of New Orleans, and I reached out to him to hop on the track, and uh, made some magic with it. I love that song right there. Yeah, that's a beautiful song. I love that too. Um, now I understand you have your own record company now. Yeah, I have a, I have a joint venture going on with my uh, my company, Mike's Productions, uh, with uh, with UFAM Multimedia and uh, Elevated Minds Music Group, and uh, pretty much working on my album, which is. Uh, Coming out in uh, in September, September fourteenth is the uh, set date we have right now. Um, Black and Pretty is going to be uh, one of the follow up singles to my first single, which is Back It Up, which has uh, been blowing up online with uh, a lot of the mix show DJs and a lot of different radio stations, and uh, it's available up on Digiwax and uh, Sinka dot com and a couple other sites, a couple of the record pools. A lot of DJs are showing love to the record. And that's uh, pretty much the, the single I'm pushing real heavy right now. It's in rotation on the station down here on Power 102.9. Wow. Now, what was the reason why you chose to start your own record company as opposed to just working with one that existed already, like one of the majors? Um, well, yeah, pretty much the a, a situation in which, like, you know, I started making beats back when I was, like, 16 and 17 years old. So it was, like, it was always the goal uh, that I always wanted to have. So, you know, it, it pretty much was just a natural decision. And uh, the best route to go uh, from a financial standpoint. That's wonderful. Now, do you just do um, beats for people's um, songs, or do you do anything that has to do with, like, film, you know, things uh, like that? I've never done any scoring, but I definitely would love to get into scoring for film and, and uh, TV and movies and whatnot. I would love to definitely get into that. So any, uh, any uh, up-and-coming uh, directors want to holler at me about that, definitely will be down there to do some work as far as that goes. Sounds good. We certainly know a lot um, that we've come across being on um, MZN Indie Radio. Um, and I will put the word out for you, you know, should anybody mm-hmm. come along. Um, now, in regards to your, your record company, do you have 
artists assigned to your label? Uh, no, I'm pretty much the first priority, <laughs> first artist, only <laughs> artist in the stands now. Uh, I pretty much wanted to use this opportunity to pretty much, pretty much get myself out there on the production side. I've done a lot of work with a lot of uh, underground MCs within the city of New Orleans, uh, but I want to really take this opportunity to showcase my production talents and uh, and get the word out on the on, on the skills I possess. Would you say that gave you a more um, more of a direct access to the media, um, having your own record company as opposed to just you know going from one DJ to the next to play your songs? Yeah, and definitely everything in this industry is all about relationships, and it's all about who you know. And, uh, you know, it, it's sad enough, but it's the fact, you know, like you know, some of the dopest guys out there could be some of the brokest guys out there. It's all about building relationships and, and really networking and getting yourself out there, asking no matter what you do. You know, you could be, like, the best, I don't know, scientist in the world, but, you know, unless you put yourself out there to be noticed, you know, you won't get noticed. So it's definitely about getting yourself out there and networking, and that's pretty much with this album, it's, it's pretty much been the uh, the beauty of it as far as with the features I've gotten. I have uh, Murphy Lee uh, from the St. Lunatics, uh, MERS, um, a whole bunch of other cats, you know what I'm saying? But it's pretty much all a situation where it all came from, you know, being in the industry and, and networking and, and pretty much using the, the opportunities I've been given to, to the best of my advantage. That certainly is a way to go, and, and, you know, that's great advice for up-and-coming people who are, you know, trying to figure out a way to get involved. And I always say networking is one of your best assets because you need to know as many people that are in the industry. You have to do some research on who it is that you are networking with so that you're with the right people. And then, of course, you know, you can't um, assume everybody's, you know, going to be at face value all the time because some people are not. But, um you know, have you come across anybody in the business that, you know, wasn't really who you thought they were or didn't turn out to be oh. the person that they, you expected? Hell yeah. I've been doing this for so many years, but it's like, especially when I was young and very impressionable in my early 20s and my late teen years when I first really started getting my feet wet, I got taken advantage of by a lot of party promoters, record promoters, and all kind of folks. You know, lost a lot of money and, you know, you know, got hired to do certain gigs and didn't get what was, you know, agreed upon ahead of time and all that stuff. But a part of those failures and, and, and falling flat on your face are all a part of the learning experience. So it's like you really can't appreciate when you really start getting success without actually struggling and going through a whole bunch of bull crap. So, you know, I, I, there's too many people to name, and I'm not going to name some people <laughs> who uh, had some shady business practices throughout the city, but, you know, it happens, and you just got to pretty much be aware of it. You know, it's best to, like, do research with folks and really take care of your business and don't go into anything, especially if you're a DJ, without having a contract uh, predetermined ahead of time. And, you know, especially if you can't put music out there, stop putting your stuff out there on MySpace and on Twitter and doing, you know, Twittering your, your music or whatever because, you know, a lot of these cats are out there just looking for little dudes who are pretty much coming up with great ideas of songs and don't have the means to put it out there, and they'll steal your concept in a split second and put it out there and make more money. So, you know, definitely understand the business behind everything and don't, you know, go to the extreme of, you know, just putting yourself out there to get messed over, you know. And if you do get messed over, don't lose hope because you can take that as a learning experience and, and be the better for it because karma does happen to folks. Karma it certainly does. does. It certainly does. I tell people that all the time, you know about karma, that is a B-I, you know what? And exactly. anyway, 
that just happens. I mean, it's all part of the universe. You know, when you put out a lot of negative, then, you know, the negative is going to surround you. So if you're not going to balance that with some, you know, positive, then things can happen that screw you up, even if you just screw somebody else up. So now um, you had another song with an artist that we're actually going to have on the show tomorrow, um, one song. Tell us about your work with Lyrical. Oh, Lyric Hill, man. Lyric Hill is like my big brother, man. We've pretty much been collabing together uh, since our euphonetics days back in uh, the early thousands. I first uh, met him back when I was actually still in high school. I was like a senior in high school, and uh, Lyric Hill was a senior at Dillard University, which I ended up attending the following year. And, uh, we, you know, we pretty much started collabing and doing a lot of work together. Uh, it was a show DJ for a period of time, and, you know, I did a couple of beats for, for euphonetics. And uh, pretty much the one song record is a track uh I did, wow. I did that track, wow, so probably so long ago. It was probably back in 2007 I actually did that beat. And uh, pretty much just put it together by committee, man. You know, Little Kill came and laid down the track. And, you know, uh, the other cat, I'm shout out on the hook, Cole Rich. Uh, he's an up-and-coming soul singer from uh, from New Orleans. And uh, he blessed the track with the hook. It was just, just amazing. So the song came together pretty well. We actually, we actually all put it all together back in March. We did most of the recording for the album. And a uh, big shout-out to my dude, Mike Bass. Uh, he plays actually bass guitar with John Vaughn Shorty um, and uh, Orleans Avenue. Uh, and they're actually on country, uh, around tour on country, on uh, David Letterman's show uh, this past week. Uh, but he's wow. my engineer for the project, and uh, he showed a lot of love and uh, uh, definitely has made this project uh, sound a hell of a lot, you know, as top-notch as possible. And I appreciate that greatly. But uh, definitely, we we're, it's, it's a dope record. Check it out. Uh, one song is going to be the second single from the upcoming album in your box, September 14th, in your stores and online at www.djmikeswift.com. All right. So let's let the audience hear that song. And uh, when we come back, we're going to um, talk some more about your um, your music love. And uh, I'm going to ask you some questions about family uh, inspiration. So we'll okay. be right back with Mike Swift. Uh, 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 it's just how I always felt, you know? Uh, like, first impressions are everything, you know? You only get one time. You know what I'm saying? Tired Let's keep my laces untied. Let my pants sag. Home, baby. Suffering from jet lag. Rocking 30 minute shows while you're set drag. Lost the stack in flight club, that's a setback. Rolling mirror, laughing at Warner. Bees only fans is in your window in the summer. While I'm sitting high like a hummer. And you say you gon' see kill, but you never really gonna. Trunk slapping 808, sounding like thunder. Durant on delivery to young boy wonder. What God put together, let no man tear asunder. I'm married to this music, she my number one woman. Limited edition kicks under the tongue, one of a very low number. Kick coppers can't burn on. Fork down and long, but I never get my pun on. Cause all a nigga really need is one song. Come on. Right. Oh, 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 oh,
fresh, fitted so mean, bro. Can't miss like I'm shooting with an M-Beam, yo. Infrared sixes are the 10s, but they clean, oh. We will win, man, you on the right team, so. Pack it up, Mike Swift, track, track it up. All the honeys with the big bags, back it up. Off this OG, so he smack cracking up. They ask for my raps, they ask you to wrap it up. Break beats, ran track, spit raw, bad back. Work tomorrow, tomorrow, you won't see me in no air whack. Gotta get this money, I'm coming to Fairfax. I need this, that, get that, share that. You can pay enough money for your boy to wear that. We spit about the same thing, but see that whack. So fall back, little buddy, just run along. Cause all a nigga need is one soul, come on. Great song, I like that. It's um, I mean, it's very smooth and and mellow, and you know, yeah, it has some great lyrics to it. Um, that's a great job you did with that. You and Lyric Hill. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, when you're Appreciate when you're considering to make a, a you know a song, a new song, um, what do you look to do when you get started on it? Are you looking for you know like a new sound or or do you try to think about the artist that's going to be on there first, or did you just work with the beat first? Um, it's kind of weird. It, it usually, I, I listen to a lot of like old breakbeat records and a lot of like old like Ronnie Law stuff, a lot of uh, Chick Corea, Stanley Clark records, and um, usually draw inspiration from that. 
And on the flip side, with a lot of the club tracks I do, it's like a lot of times I do a, little, a lot of those tracks when I first come back from the club and I'm done DJing like at 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning. So it's never really a, not really a, a conceptual thing. It's more of a mood thing. So whatever mood I am in, that's usually the kind of track I'm probably going to make. So I made one song, it was during a smoke session. So uh, <laughs> it's, usually, it's, usually, it's usually depending on what kind of mood I'm in, where I go at musically. Wow. Now, do you have any um, music that you've had a female artist on? I'm actually working with uh, an artist named uh, Nadia Sky. Uh, we're doing, like, some pop records. Um, we've got two tracks that are finished up, and we'll, uh, we'll be releasing those around the time when the album comes out. For those of you who like some real crazy singles, more you would hear those more on your top 40 stations and more crossover type things. But... Uh, more of a European vibe. So the, the album itself is going to have a broad range of things from, like, neo soul to, like, some serious club bangers to some serious, like, house, be more club type records that I have on the album. So it's a very broad range of, of music on one LP and all produced by myself. Wow. Now, have you um, developed an international audience or fan base for yourself yet? Uh, not yet. Not yet. Hope to do so. I would love to go uh, to Amsterdam real soon. Yeah, they have a lot of things online um, for DJs to get involved, to, like, share their music and um, put it out there. I know um, with this show, you know, it's Blog Talk, we have an international audience, and it's at least about 5 million people at this point. And I actually take my show, since we, we have this method where you can download a show once it's over, and you can actually listen to it wherever you go because you can put it on your um, MP3 player or whatever. Um, what I usually do is upload it to a pod host that has mostly my international audience. Um, okay. And I found that there's a lot of people who do these shows that are on there, like, um, you know, celebrity, to me celebrity, Money B from um, Digital Underground and yeah. MC Light. They both have their own shows on um, this one one place I go to, Podomatic. And uh, I I found a lot of success there because I have listeners that are from Asia, uh, the U.K., um, Europe, um, Middle East, Africa, Australia, you know, like from all over. And they they help you keep track of that, too, because they show you one of the Google Maps, and it'll tell you, like, you know, how many people were listening or how many people have downloaded. It allows you to get a feed in so that, you know, they, they don't even have to, like, come to your site to know if that's going on. The feed automatically takes them there and stuff like that. So I found that it was a big help to get an international audience. And um, a lot of my guests actually found that they've been getting sales from these locations, especially Asia. Hmm, that's awesome. Yeah. I, and, um, I do have an account with Podomatic. I haven't used it. Really? Yeah, you should use that. I mean, because I, I think it's great. It's a lot of people in there you know, getting notoriety from a lot of people by playing the music, and they got a lot of downloads, so that's something you want to just get into. Or I've been advising all my other um, uh, internet radio, you know, hosts to go on there. A couple of them have done that, and they they post shows all the time. So it's a really good, uh, you know, thing to have to, to spread yourself out there in international waters. So I really love it. But um, getting back to you, let's talk about some family inspiration, you know, um, who was it that was generally the, the biggest inspiration for you in your family in regards uh, to music? Me, for me, mostly would be uh, my grandfather, 
uh, it was a jazz musician, and my uncle, uh, who uh, was an artist, he actually uh, had a deal with Profile Records with this group called the 06 Style, and uh, they had this uh, really dope house record back in, like, 89 called Step Into My House. Uh, but funny music video. My aunt actually was in a music video also, but pretty much my <laughs> uncle, who he uh, pretty much started off as an intern with Hollywood Records then rose from being an intern at Hollywood Records to being uh, uh, a vice president of marketing for uh, for Interscope Records. Uh, so pretty much seeing, you know, his rise from, you know, intern to being a VP of, like, the biggest record label in the country, um, you know, was a huge influence. And uh, being constantly being around, like, hip-hop from, you know, a young age and seeing what he was doing and seeing what my grandfather was doing was always a huge uh, influence for myself to, to pretty much follow the path I've been on right now. Wow, that's wonderful. Now, have you had a lot of influence from, you know, say, other artists or other DJs? Yeah, definitely. Like, you know, artists I looked up to was like Pete Rock and CL Smooth, uh, Gangstar, DJ Premier, uh, R.I.P. the late great Jay Dilla, um, The Far Side, uh, most of the things, the Tribe Called Quest, De La Soul. Like, I, I pretty much was heavily affected by everything that happened in, like, early 90s hip-hop. That's pretty much where I drew a lot of my... Uh, a lot of my inspiration from, and really my when I got bit by the hip hop bug was from uh, the Far Side album Lab Cab in California, and the production on there pretty much sent me to the point where I was like, you know what, I'm making beats, I'm rapping from this day forward. So uh, and the album came out in like '95, I was like in fifth grade or whatever, and from that moment on, I was just pretty much trying to figure out ways to start making beats and you know make the trans- transition over to being a DJ and, and, and to that you know so that that pretty much was my biggest effect and since. Jay Dilla was like one of the main producers of all my favorite songs off of uh, off of Lab Cab in California. It, you know, that, that he's pretty much one of the huge biggest influences for me musically. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's wonderful. Um, now, do you have any proteges that are following in your footsteps? Uh, yeah, my, my old young dude, Jay Skills, man. He's uh, following in the DJ footsteps, man. Uh, usually, uh rides with me to most of the gigs or whatever, and he's coming up on his own uh, own right with the, uh, in the underground hip-hop scene here in New Orleans. Uh, he's done a mixtape with Lyric Hill uh, called The Time to Kill. Uh, that's available for download. I'm quite sure Lyric Hill lets y'all know where to get a, get a hold of that. You know what I'm saying? And uh, pretty much my crew, uh, my definition DJs, uh, we pretty much are uh, one of the biggest DJ crews here in New Orleans. And uh, I'm, almost, I'm also a core DJ. The national organization, but rep real, rep real hard or whatever. So it's pretty much how I'm rocking on the on the crew standpoint. Great. Now, will you be attending this upcoming um, DJ Trade Association Awards and Expo event in Atlanta in August? Yeah, see, it's it's going to be a bit of a challenging thing because I know the uh, it's going to be the same time as the uh, Texas Urban Music Summit uh, with the Definition DJs and the Core DJs. So. That's going to be a bit challenging. i got to figure out how I can split up that weekend between Dallas and Atlanta. So uh, I might be spending like half, like probably Thursday and Friday in Dallas and, you know, beeline out to Atlanta for Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, it is a four-day affair, and I know they're going yeah. to have – oh, I'm actually going to be there. But they're going to have um, uh, a lot of celebrities, a lot of companies there showing off their new products, things like that, celebrity basketball game. I know they're going to have some performances for tributes towards the um, the artists that we've lost, and uh, I guess they're going to have a showcase too for some uh, up and coming artists and um, some crazy after parties that I intend to attend. 
So <laughs> that's going on uh, August fifth through eighth, right? From the eighth through the eleventh. Oh, eighth through eleventh. Okay. All right. Well, you know what? Yeah, it might be. Uh, definitely. Yeah, it's gonna be one long week for me then. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and they also have the um, the Bronner Hair um, Show or Hair Thing Expo or something going on out there, too. So there's a lot happening in Atlanta uh, around that time. Um, now, do you get to go on a lot of different events, you know, promoting stuff for your um, radio station, you know, a lot of different um, uh, shows and showcases and contests, you know, taking you different places? Do you get to do that, have all that fun? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much, well, on the DJing side of things, I'm in clubs in New Orleans like two to three nights a week. And uh, with SFS weekend coming up, I'm pretty much going to, starting tomorrow, I'm pretty much probably not going to get sleep until like next Monday. Um, but um, <laughs> so I get to do different corporate events with Heineken, Coca-Cola. Um, this weekend I'm working with uh, the U.S. Army, um, doing some events with them, doing health fair with them tomorrow, and uh doing a uh, health seminar they're having in the convention center uh, for the Essence Fest weekend and festivities and uh, doing a whole bunch of Essence Fest after parties all weekend long. Well, that's great. So, I think yeah. that's wonderful. Um, now, tell me um, about this this other song of yours, Back It Up. Back It Up. It's next. a serious club banger featuring Night War Gucci and Nati. Um Pretty much, uh, the track came about real quick. I, I put it together like uh, late last year, and you know, pretty much trying to find like artists who really would complement the track really well. And uh, I got Night War Gucci who had a, a deal with So So Deaf. Um, he had a real hot track with uh, Jermaine Dupri called "Had Me Up" a couple of years back in 2008. And uh, Nati, she was just a total beast. Eat any MC alive, male or female, and uh, she was featured on ThisIs50.com. And uh, she's definitely some raw serious talent out the N.O., and uh, I need to be on the lookout for her, but she really murdered the last verse on this record. Well, let's hear it now, and when we come back, I want you to share some uh, some tips, advice, and inspirations for our audience and anybody that's trying to get into the business that we are both in. Back it up, 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 back it up,
say milk does a body good make me want to use words like pop it throw back words throw that ass i'ma catch it like porter did peyton pass touch down with it way them pants fitting booty poking out like two pump sitting back back homie let her do her thing bouncing that booty like she came with spring hut hut girl hype that hype that grinding on the sand yeah you like yeah you like come on ass must be mad On that gin, let me be that you. Right. You looking mm-hmm good like Hambo. Everybody's going to be um, 
you know, happy to hear that, you know, they can work with you because I think you are very talented. You have some great work and some great, you know, beats are just they they are just crazy. So I know everybody's gonna love it. So what's what's next for you? What are you do, what are your plans now? Uh, what's next? Uh, working on trying to um, so, uh, DJ outside the city of New Orleans, trying to work on some casinos and stuff um, across the country. Um, uh, get the album out December 14th. Be sure to be on the lookout for it. And uh, uh, pretty much, you know, get everything together as far as the radio show. It's on point and on popping. And uh, really with the album is like the main priority. After that, there's other things I'm, I'm trying to attack. But right now, it's pretty much all of the album. Well, we have some projects coming up, too, and, um, you know, I look forward to being able to network with you and getting you involved. Um, we Just to mention to everybody, we have a huge cruise trip coming up in March, uh, the Soul Stepping Cruise, where we're going to feature um, a competition amongst college alumni steppers, as well as in the finalist competition for um, ballroom steppers, um, generally popular in Chicago and Detroit, but we're going to start the competition off in September, and the finalists get to do their last round on the ship. Uh, we'll okay. be uh, sailing out to the Caribbean for about five to six days, and we're going to have lots of fun, uh, lots of um, dancing, stepping, and all that stuff. We're also going to be having um, a few people from a movie coming up called Stepsisters, which is actually going to be um, – uh, done by the time we are finished, and we're going to do an exclusive preview, a screening of that movie on the ship for, you know, the people that are on the ship with us. So it's going to be a really great opportunity. We're going to start um, putting the word out to get some DJs to come in and hook us up with some music, you know, because um, when the college stepper part, the competition's over, we're going to party. So we need somebody that, you know, that's real hot that we can get in there and just let us tear it up. I, I mean, not too bad. We don't want to get kicked off the ship, but... Um, <laughs> hey, I'm so, definitely down for it. I'll add me. Okay. All right. Well, I'll keep in touch with you on that and send you some information. And if um, you're able to interview anybody from the organization, you know, like the people doing the, the movie, you know, let us know because uh, we'll be happy to, like, you know, get them to call in or whatever. And um, they're filming now in Atlanta, so they're not too far from you. So, But it's been a pleasure to have you on the show, Mike. And, um, Thank you so much for sharing the music with us. And no, no I hope to have you back on again and look forward to working with you on future projects. And you do well in your music, and I'll be happy to play it back for my listening audience and uh, post it wherever I can so I can help promote okay. your artists as well. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Also, put it out there, man. If you want to follow me on Twitter, it's uh, twitter.com slash at Mike Swift. So, uh, yeah, M-I-K-E-S-W-I-F-T. Search me. I'm on there. I'm incredibly hilarious on Twitter. Inside the mind of the man, too? Mike Swift. Yeah. yeah, on Facebook also. It's uh, Facebook.com, DJ Mike Swift. I'm going to look you up tonight and um, put a friend request in. Because oh, I'm on there. I'm all, I'm all over the place. But I, I'll connect with you on there. So I want to thank my listening audience. And um, please be sure to download this show so you get that great music and get Mike's uh, information for all you up-and-coming artists who are looking for somebody to give you something to work with. And um, thank you again. Tomorrow we're going to have Lyric Kill on the show at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern. Please be sure to tune in. And uh, thank you, everybody. We're going to put some more of Mike on to lead us out into the evening. Uh, now, I know it's the middle of the week, but it's not too late to go party, so check Indeed. it out. Indeed. It's happy hour somewhere. 
That's right. Have a good night, Mike. All right, you too. Back it up and up, back it up and 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 back it up you looking like a Jew, you your body grown up like Rudy, cute it, back it up, homie, don't you be phoning, girl, I got your back, for real, like I'm your homie, but no, I ain't your homie, and no, I ain't your partner, I'm just trying to raw dog and hope you don't get knocked up, OG, do it like my nigga, watch the flock and act like you're from New Orleans, home mother, pussy poppers, I'ma get your problems, like a fucking teacher, yo, you got a big fucking tail like a beaver, back it up and dump it like you got a like male, hell, nigga standing on the wall, but I'm humping on the woman. Watch you back it up, back it up, back it up and dump it. You ready? Back it up and back it up and back it up. All right. Back it up and back it up and back it up. All right. Back it up and back it up and back it up. All right. Back it up and back it up and back it up. Let me be that you. Right. You looking mm-hmm good like